What's up, y'all? Alex Miller from the Eagle, joined by Travis Brown. We're inside Kyle Field. This is the Monday press conference recap. Heard from Jimbo Fisher, Josh DeBerry, Sam Matthews, the new 12th man, and Shamar Stewart. He 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 took us home, and I, we had a <laughs> we had a good time hearing from Shamar. What, great personality, mm-hmm. I, I have to say. Yeah, uh, you know Shamar cracked us up a couple times. Said he thought. Uh, he didn't know if he wanted to come to Texas because he thought, you know, College Station was just going to be like a, I think the quote was a dirt city and there would be a lot of tumbleweeds. <laughs> He's been pleasantly surprised, he said. And he said his family wanted him to get out of Miami, uh, uh, kind of get away, pave his own path a little bit. He said the, the the nightlife can get you in trouble in Miami. So uh, he uh, he's here at Texas A&M and doing a good job. He'll get to go home. Said he has about 20 or so family members that might be there at, uh, at the game this weekend. So good to get to talk to him for the first time. Yeah, try not to get sprayed by the sprinklers. <laughs> They're getting Kyle Field ready already for the next couple weeks. But yeah, hey, homecoming game for Mar Stewart. A couple other Aggies from the Florida area. The Aggies going to go play Miami down at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens this weekend. Anum's marquee non-conference matchup. You know, Anum and Miami both kind of handled business this weekend, and Jimbo Fisher had a lot of praise to give for you know the way Miami was able to run the ball against. Miami of Ohio, that's got to be confusing. I feel bad for the sports writers who had to <laughs> deal with that. But, you know, when you when you talk to a guy like Shamar and, and you know, what AM was able to do on Saturday against New Mexico, it's probably going to be a point of emphasis that we, you know, look into as the week goes on. Jimbo Fisher had a lot to say about Miami because, of course, it's a team that he's played a lot, having been at Florida State and said it's always a program that recruits well, is going to have big players, kind of says it doesn't really matter the name on the player's jersey because they know it's going to be another really talented guy. Uh, uh, Shamar Stewart even kind of mentioned that he, he doesn't think it's going to be anything like the team that they faced last year. He said those guys are going to be coming out for revenge and they've been training uh, hard for this game. So he's expected to be, look like a different team um, as, as well. But yeah, Jimbo Fisher had a lot of praise for Mario Cristobal for the Miami uh, program and, and for what they're going to see this year. Also playing in the Orange Bowl. It's a place that they had a lot of success a couple of years ago uh, when they played North Carolina, the Aggies did. And uh, Shamar Stewart said that was one of the first indications he got of what kind of program Texas A&M had. So there are a lot of good memories for a lot of people around the A&M program when it comes to the city of Miami. You know, Travis, a couple other guys we got to talk to today was Sam Matthews and, you know, just kind of getting to hear about the, how he got named the 12th man and just some of the reaction. What kind of stood out to you about what he had said? Yeah, it's a really interesting story because, you know, he uh, – played ball for a little bit, took a couple years off, went to Blinn, was coming to A&M games and sitting in the student section, tailgating with his buddies. Uh, they kind of talked and said, hey, you, you need to try out. You need to keep playing. He tried, walked on tryout at A&M, tried out as a quarterback because he was a high school quarterback. And they approached him afterwards and said, hey, are you open to playing other things, special teams? He said, if I'm suiting up, I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. And uh, so they put him, uh, they, he was a walk-on, they uh, put him out on special teams, and uh, he thought because uh, he was a student in the COVID year, in 2020, that he'd have that extra year of eligibility. But actually mm. that 2020 year, he was at Blinn not playing, uh, just taking classes, and therefore the NCAA initially said, uh, no, you weren't on a roster then, so you don't get that extra year eligibility. And uh, so he put in a waiver and had to wait through all of fall camp, uh, not knowing if he was actually going to get to play this season or not. And it was at the end of fall camp after they put in that waiver to get an extra year that they found out that he was 
uh, approved to get an extra year uh, and, and was able to play. And it was shortly after that that he was named the 12th man. Uh, said, I mean, that was one of the major reasons why he wanted to come back was he put himself in a position maybe to uh, get that honor. And, uh, you know, he kind of broke down in, in some tears talking about getting to tell his mom uh, that he was named 12th man and said she was almost more antsy and anxious bugging him about if he'd heard anything than, than he was trying to figure out. So it was a really cool story for him, uh, kind of really epitomized. I mean, how many, I, I, I don't, I'm going to go on a limb here and say, I don't think any other 12th man that's been named, given the jerseys, literally came out of the student section and came down to the field and, and had been coming to games as a college student sitting in the student section. So that very E. King Gill-like. Yeah, probably not in... Going back until, you know, probably the original 12th man kickoff team when mm -hmm. Jackie Sherrill just opened it up to everybody. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that just epitomizes the tradition itself. Cool story from Sam. I'm sure we'll have more on that here later this week in print. Mm -hmm. You know, another guy we got to talk to this today was uh, Josh DeBerry, trans graduate transfer cornerback who really made an instant impact uh, on Saturday. It's who I wrote about on my sidebar, uh, just, you know, how – there was a position up for grabs at cornerback, Tyreek Chappelle coming back, A&M lost a lot of guys from last year. And in the end, it was DeBerry that, you know, got that starting role. And, I mean, he he really shined, had a career high in tackles, had an interception, and was pretty much all over the place on defense. Yeah, you know, I think most people coming into the season kind of just assumed that Tony Grimes might be the guy that would step up in there because he was the guy that came from North Carolina, saw some playing time. We talked uh, to Mac Brown at the Texas High School Coaches Association uh, coaching school and asked about Tony Grimes, and he said he's a guy that kind of surprised them they left because he was a good player and guy they wanted to keep. And so um, shows a lot of what DeBerry was able to do in, in fall camp, not only the fact that he also went at Boston College, played mostly nickel and so he proved himself being able to play out wide uh at, at cornerback and and defending the out wide guys as well as his ability to play nickel also played in a little bit too to his ability to tackle he led the aggies and tackles uh in that new mexico game uh sometimes cornerbacks aren't necessarily known for their tackling and uh he, he let that shine um goes back a little bit to playing that nickel where you're expected to kind of defend the run be able to tackle and be in coverage so um good get for the Aggies there uh, and it seems like a guy who was real driven to make the most of his last season well Travis you know AM took care of business against New Mexico but I think this will be a good litmus test this week against Miami we'll get more into the matchup as the week goes on but Anything else of note from today's press conference? I mean, I think the, the biggest thing is you when you come out of those initial week one games against uh, a group of five opponents, guarantee games, is the fact that they came out mostly unscathed. Uh, no, no real injuries to, to note of. Um, and so uh, that's the biggest factor coming into this season is that uh, they have a new offense. They have some new guys on defense like DeBerry. You want to find that continuity uh, and, and keep things clicking. And, and injuries are the biggest way to stop that down uh, I think they came out mostly healthy from that game and I think that's a mostly other than putting up points showing that both offense and defense can do what they need to do coming out uh, healthy is the, the biggest key to those those first uh, first week games fair enough well hey thanks for tuning in to today's Monday press conference recap be sure to check the eagle.com for all of our coverage leading up to AM's road game this week against the Miami Hurricanes Travis Brown I'm Alex Miller we'll see you next time